If the company had properly labeled the containers, and if the stevedores followed the orders that had been given them, 21374A should be on the bottom level in the front row, fourth from the end. Captain Zhang Zhu stretched his neck, eliciting a loud pop that echoed in the small, insulated room that took up two-thirds of the container, designed to carry any variety of products via ship, rail, and tractor-trailer. The designers of the 53-foot-long containers had probably not envisioned using them to transport human cargo, especially not a cargo of twenty men hidden behind a false wall covered with a single deep layer of normal-looking cargo. Nearly a thousand containers per ship, two ships. Two-thirds of the containers held twenty men plus their personal weapons and gear. The other third contained more gear, larger weapons, ammunition, and an assortment of armored tactical assault vehicles. In all, they were an invasion force of 30,000 of China's finest soldiers. And Captain Zhang, eldest son of illustrious General Zhang Kou-bei, commander of Alaska Invasion Force of the People's Army, was in command of the 27th Military Security Detachment. He was sent in the first wave of the invasion force to gather immediate intelligence, set up internment and elimination procedures for all resistance groups, and to ensure that none of the Chinese soldiers failed to acquit themselves with all the honor expected of an illustrious heritage. A yellow light came on by the container's false back wall, which was designed to open wide in its entirety with the flip of a lever. He keyed the talk button on his radio and said, Fox Squadron, prepare to launch. Fox Squadron, ready to launch, sir. Dragon Squadron, prepare to launch. Dragon Squadron, ready to launch, sir. Snake Squadron, prepare to launch. Snake Squadron, ready to launch, sir. Zhang knew that all the other detachment commanders were relaying identical orders to their squadrons, companies, and platoons as they approached zero hour both here in the far north and at cities all along the coasts of the United States and Canada. After two weeks at sea, in a tight-fitting box, with a dozen men and his armored Humvee, they would finally see the light of day as they stepped onto the soil of a faraway land. His was a small part, but he would be one of the swords that cut the head off the great dragon nation that had ruled the earth for decades. He turned to his trusty NCO, Senior Sergeant Lao Luding. Lao was not only detachment senior NCO, non-commissioned officer, but had been Zhang's mentor since he joined 27th Security six years earlier as a junior lieutenant, fresh from the academy. Lao was like an uncle to him, teaching him the ways of the army more effectively than any class he had ever taken. He had also been in many battles during his long career, and twice had saved Zhang from the enemy's killing hand. These men are so young, Zhang said. So many will not survive the day. Don't worry, Captain, Lao said. This is a surprise attack, and these Americans are soft and unprepared. They are naive and will crumble quickly. I expect you are right, Senior Sergeant. 
Zhang glanced at the faces of the other men in the container. Other than Lao, who was in his early forties, Zhang, at twenty-six, was the oldest man by two years. A blue light came on beside the yellow one. His pulse throbbed in his neck, and he wished he'd taken a piss thirty minutes ago. He glanced at his watch. It read 4.13 p.m.,